Hi, welcome to Bipolar Bicoastal. I'm Anna. And I'm Maria. We're twins living on opposite coasts. Here to talk about navigating life while bipolar. Hey, Mia. Hi, Nanners. We're in the same apartment. We're in my apartment. Maria's visiting this week, which I think we mentioned last episode, but we're actually recording together this time. So I got a negative COVID test. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So this week is really exciting. Actually, the next three weeks are really exciting. Big things for this podcast. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be following the rules laid out in Ellen Forney's Rock Steady Brilliant advice for my bipolar life. Ellen Forney is one of our people with bipolar disorder icons. Ellen's amazing. She has a graphic memoir called Marbles, Mania, Depression, Michelangelo, and Me. Yes, I read it when Maria was manic and it helped me so much because her version of Mania was so much closer to Ellen's than it was to my experience with Mania. It was a very, like fun time for the person experiencing it, which was not how it was for me at all. And so for the next two episodes, this one and the next one, we're going to be following the rules laid out in the self-help book that she wrote in 2018. In 2018, Rock Study, Brilliant Advice for My Bipolar Life, where she lays out a way of living when you're bipolar that's really interesting and helpful, and we'll talk about it in one second. But, so for this episode, the next one, we're going to be living by it, and then for the next episode after that we're gonna have her on we're interviewing her we're gonna have her on the podcast we are so so excited excited. so gracious and amazing for her to come on if yeah anyone who's listening who's bipolar has probably come across her and fallen in love with her through her books they're so funny and so smart and and so so insightful empathetic yeah we are so beyond thrilled and we are just so grateful that she agreed to come on to the show and talk to us and have all of you all listen so we're gonna be asking her questions it's an interview so if you all have any questions for her email them to us at bipolarbicoastal at gmail.com we'll say that again at the end of the show if you start to have so after hearing the advice and hearing the books but if you haven't already strongly strongly recommend that yes. you go read her books they're a really quick read because they're graphic novels they're also really funny which is definitely missing in a lot of bipolar mm-hmm. narratives mm-hmm. so um we are so excited and um just yeah really really honored we can't wait okay so this book rock study as we said before it's a self-help book about maintaining stability while bipolar and so in the book she lays out a framework called smedmerts it stands for one get enough sleep seven to nine hours two meds take your meds as prescribed three eat eat well regularly in a variety fruits vegetables whole grains lean proteins as is applicable for you d see your doctor and slash or a therapist. Five, mindfulness slash meditation. Have a regular mindfulness and meditation practice. Start small and do it daily. E, exercise a few times a week. We'll be calling it movement, not exercise, because Anna and I are part of the Health at Every Size movement and intuitive eating, and they use movement instead of exercise in, in those frameworks. Yeah, and honestly, like, are we even intuitive eating? Because that book still, like, has such an obsession with, like, yeah, I know. weight loss. So anyways, so movement, because we're... If you want to hear about my experience with having doctors tell me to eat a certain way because of my bipolar disorder and my weight, you mm-hmm. can listen to Emergency Session 
weight shaming. But anyways, so just not to get back in like disordered practices of that. Seven, have a pretty regular routine. So routine and you're supposed to be paying attention to your circadian rhythm as well. T, tools. So have plenty of coping tools, music, movies. And then she also has a framework called red flag poles versus red flags, which I will get into as well. And nine support systems to so have a solid emotional and logistical support system. Cool. So Anne and I have read the book. Mm -hmm. We have been following her advice for the past week. Mm -hmm. And now we're going to share some of our experiences with it. Yes. So we both have already been doing some of these things. And actually they're a little bit different for each of us. Mm -hmm. So we both already take our meds as prescribed. We both see our doctors regularly. Yeah, I see, I see my therapist every Wednesday. I have a psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot in the book mm -hmm. that we have already, that we already do, that we've already followed. In our lives, yeah. In our lives. She has, like, you know, recommendations for bipolar media that you can check out. And we mm -hmm. obviously do different reviews of bipolar media. And we've done our bipolar media recs that is in a different episode. She talks about getting enough sleep, which we both try to do already. But she has a lot of tips for how to make that happen. And I'll be going into more depth about that later. Yeah, sleep is something that I actually focused on, so. Good. So things like meds and seeing our doctor, we already feel like we got on down um, pretty well. But what we have focused on is like the rest of the framework. So for the first week, we tried integrating different little things from different mm -hmm. frameworks. And then we're hoping to grow on it and expand upon it on week two. So when I was reading the book, uh, I was really excited about her sleep section because she's a whole thing about insomnia and like mm -hmm. tips and tricks it's really to deal with insomnia and I feel like it's so concrete the tools that she has and comprehensive and too. comprehensive so I started the week out accidentally taking a two-hour nap yes yes so I had recorded a voice memo when that happened I just woke up from a two-hour surprise nap from the hours of 7 p.m to 9 p.m and I'm very groggy and tired, but I'm going to follow Ellen's advice and move around, play a little music, and do the movement routine I was already planning on doing and see if that'll make me feel better instead of just, like, crawling into bed at 9 p.m. because it's way too early. Okay. <sighs> Wish me luck. Bye. <laughs> Yeah, so I got out of my couch, uh -huh. got up, mm -hmm. did a, a leg workout that I was already planning on doing, and played Doja Cat during it. Nice. Yeah, and I felt a lot better, and then when I actually went to bed, I was able to, like, fall asleep, and I it was, like, a good night's sleep. Yeah. Because I had moved around, I think, and... Like, my body actually, like, felt ready to go to bed then. Yeah. Yeah, because normally, like, okay, so we take Seroquel, so normally, like, within an, an hour or so of taking it, like, I literally can't keep my eyes open. Mm -hmm. But this week, I was having, like, trouble sleeping and sleeping at the wrong time. So it was yeah. good to kind of have this to refresh for me. Yeah, that's how I was my first, like, year or so taking Seroquel, and then it's kind of not been as, like, potent for me mm. since then. I mean, I, I don't 
I don't do things after I take it. Usually, I, like, I would never try to drive a car or something after taking yeah, it. Yeah, no, totally. Or I don't like to shower after taking it either because that can make me really lightheaded or, like, really groggy yeah, in the agreed. shower. But I do have nights where I'm just, like, lying there for a while. So I was also excited about the sleep thing. Yeah, what did you do? Well, so I recorded when it's on my day. It started pretty similar to you, actually. Yeah, and Ellen does emphasize sleep is... In the the first for a reason. Yeah, yes. seven to nine hours. Yes. Okay. So I had big plans at 9.30 p.m. to do a little meditation, some yoga, read a book, and take my meds and go to bed. But instead, what I did is I watched Below Deck Sailing Yacht for the last mm-hmm. hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So it's now 11 p.m. I'm going to go to sleep now. And try again tomorrow yeah so her one of her big things which is like such an important thing is to not do she says like limit the amount of screens before bed bed, but specifically in the last hour and even when if you can't if you can't for whatever reason not have screens last hour you should be like using a a blue light filter or something like Mm -hmm. that on your phone and actually after that night I did a much better job the rest of the week did you? getting sleep but I think part of it is because I was also having a more regular movement practice oh okay cool yeah so I started doing like I, so I've been trying like I remember another like, grade college which was like Three years, two years, three college. Three years ago, you graduated three years ago. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to get like a practice, and I've tried things like yoga, mm-hmm. and that's hard for me because I have a really difficult time concentrating for that long. And I have ADD. Well, it's yeah, yeah, it's hard anyways. Like yeah, and it's like a diagnosis that I can't really work with. But um, yeah, and then, or and I don't know. I haven't been diagnosed in a while, but whatever. So anyways, Sorry. So I I don't claim that one because I think there's a lot of people with like much different experiences having mm-hmm. ADD. But anyways, I do have a hard time focusing. And so things like yoga or like going on runs and stuff like are just hard for me because mm-hmm. you're with yoga, like it's because you are just like listening to someone talk and it's like not about something interesting really. And then mm-hmm. with runs, it's like you're doing the same thing. And then yeah, it also is like the whole yeah. effort of like getting... All the stuff on, and, like, I also have my shoes right t- t- like, sneakers right now, actually, either, so I left oh, them no. somewhere. Anyway, so, I started doing, like, a, just, a, like, word of prayer where it's, like, things, like, just different, like, body exercises, like, mm-hmm. planks and push-ups and stuff like that, but someone's telling you to go through them, and it's, like, really fast, and it's, like, 30 seconds on, 10 seconds off, and I get to, like, listen to my own music while I'm doing it. That's been really helpful. And oh, I think cool. Yeah. It's been, and I think I've been sleeping better because I've been, like, actually, like, really moving my body during the mm-hmm, day, mm-hmm. and it's, like, it exhausts me, and if I do it too late in the day, I notice that, like, it's hard to wind down afterwards, so. Gotcha. That's been really helpful, and I'm glad that, like, this was, inspired me to, like, try something different Yeah. With yeah, routine's really important with bipolar disorder. Yeah, and so is, like, movement, because it's a really good way to just, like, boost your mood. Yes. And that's important. <laughs> Truly. Yes. Yes. I had some trouble falling asleep last night. So I did the thing where I put my feet up on the wall. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And I did the spiral counting where you count on your fingers 12 different breaths. 
And yeah, then I fell asleep, and I actually had dreams, which is unusual oh. for me. Mm-hmm. So that was good. That was fun. I don't normally have issues sleeping, so it was nice to have, to have this as yeah. a uh, backup this week. Yes. <laughs> Bye. I completely agree. I think having, like, the tools is so helpful. Yeah, because when you're... Well, I don't... And again, I don't have really bad insomnia, so, like, I... I have at certain points, like, after breakups and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's you feel so, like, hopeless when you have yeah. insomnia and you're so tired. All you want to do is sleep. And she has, like, a lot of tips for it. Like, a lot. Like, a whole chapter on insomnia. Yeah. But yeah. one of the, the one that I was talking about is when you put your feet, you, like, make, like, a right angle. So you put your feet up on the wall. Yeah. And then you're lying an, an L. Like, an L. And anyone who's, like played sports before this is like that's pretty common like that's how you like get your lactic acid drain your calves but this is different purpose i didn't know that you could also use it for yeah sleeping so that's really cool and yeah and then the spiral breath i was talking about again she goes into detail about it in her book Mm -hmm. but you can count 12 breaths that you're doing with your hand and i already do a lot of yoga so i i knew all the breath things Mm -hmm. i was talking about but this one was new for me in terms of how to count it so she recommends doing it with alternate nostril breathing, which you can look up on YouTube. But you start... Or you can buy the book. Or you can buy the book. Truly, buy the book, yeah. yeah. So you start with putting your thumb onto your pointer finger, the top of it, and then you breathe in, breathe out. So each each finger print is a breath. And then you go all the way from right to left with your fingers. So you start with your thumb on your pointer finger. Mm-hmm. And you count a breath for each time that you move your finger. Yeah, from thumb to pinky. From thumb to pinky. So you go over the top of your fingers. Then you move to your middle knuckle. Do a breath on your pinky. Then you go to the bottom knuckle on your pinky. And then back onto your ring finger, middle finger, pointer finger. And then you go to the middle knuckle of your pointer finger. Mm -hmm. And then come back to your ring finger. So each little, like, part of your hand gets touched by your thumb and you do it like it makes a spiral so once you've touched your hands 12 times when the spiral is done oh does that make sense yes yes i think so i mean i was also looking at you as you're doing it but yeah i think it makes sense you can post a video of me counting my fingers in there probably find one on youtube too sure i have so much to make it. i think my hands are particularly like beautiful though i think i get right too yeah so Yes, that yes. sounds super simple. And it was helpful falling to sleep because it's like something to focus on. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I've been doing that a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So some other things. So she, something I've been doing with food is I haven't been getting coffee during workday mornings oh, at interesting. all. And I think it's really helped. Well, I get pretty bad like acid reflux because of my oh, anxiety. Oh, no. Yeah, and I think it's really been helping with that because... One coffee gives you is like acidic, but also because it makes me anxious. I had cold brew last week. Yeah, because mom has been buying me coffee because I'm back in town. Right. I was so hyped up the entire day, yeah. could not stop talking. Right. Exactly. Which is a symptom of my mania, which is worrisome. And actually, yeah. I had had an experience like 
two weeks ago where I wasn't following these rules very mm-hmm. well at all, and I, like, had yeah. forgotten to, like, pick up my lithium. Yeah. I was drinking coffee every morning, and I almost felt like I was going to be, like, manic. And oh, it was, really? Like, not great. Yeah, but... no, it's not good. So, it was, so I would, like, so I was, like, this is a really great time to, like, reset on the whole coffee thing. Totally. And just not have that be one of, like, the tools for getting up early and instead focusing on sleeping enough, you know, and it's actually been like one of the easiest weeks of work usually when i'm at work i have to take a break like after an hour to take like a 30 minute nap and this week it's been i've been like totally fine like and it's also been really helpful there's been like a lot of stress at work and to have like to feel like less be like okay if i'm feeling anxious it's literally because of stressful things happening at work i can Mm -hmm. do my like four count breathing Mm -hmm. exercises those coping tools that she talks about yeah um and like do that instead of like being like, what well, already drank the coffee, so we're like, we're past it. It is what it is, working. yeah, yeah, exactly. That's awesome, yeah. And I've also been like cooking, like cooking more this week, and like trying to use up all like the like produce I have in my fridge, so that's oh, been really nice yeah. too, yeah, cool. And I think it's helped with like the the movement that I've been doing to like actually be like, okay, what are the three meals that we're eating today? Because that was one of the focuses that you should, yeah, be eat three meals a day, three meals a day, yeah, yeah. When I was depressed and when I was manic, I didn't really eat enough. I, when I express it more, and when I was, well, when I've been depressed, I've eaten more. Yeah. And when I've been manic, obviously, you eat less, so. Yeah, so it's something to look out for. Yes. When that kind of brings me to another, like, really interesting, I think, concept she has in her book. Mm-hmm. So, in the book, during the coping tools section, Ellen talks about red flag poles versus red flags. Yes. Yes. So, the red flag poles are circumstances mm-hmm. that could trigger or like or or play a part in a manic or depressed episode or in speeding you up or slowing you down yeah or could like replicate the things that happen when you speed up or speed down which could like cause you to actually yes speed up and the red flags are the actual symptoms and how they're manifesting in you yeah um or like warning signs yeah or like when it's getting more severe um yes so i have so did you write so did the book make you write these down it didn't specific. I don't know if it specifically said to do it, but I did. No, I'm saying, but this isn't you just like oh, I never thought about it yeah. during, which I think is great because I had to do this kind of when I got out of the yeah ho- when I was my partial hospitalization program. They made me write down like a list of like warning signs and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Well, someone else wrote it down for me actually because my handwriting is so bad. It was it's even worse than really bad um, But I think it's great that you like that this book like prompted this for you. Yeah, I'm like aware of them in my head, but it was nice writing them down and. and the flagpoles are especially obviously because, unique like, to each circumstance and time in your life that you're in. Yeah. Yeah. And especially because, like, in your head is not super helpful if you're, like, already into mania or depression. Totally. So I just wrote, but, like, I just wrote, like, at this moment in time, what's going on. So, yeah. okay, so, um, for the flagpoles, like, traveling across the country and being in a new place, going across time zones, your circadian rhythm, very important when you're bipolar, mm-hmm. weirdly important, honestly. Yeah, there's, like, times when just traveling has, like, pushed people into full-blown mania or depression, which is, yeah. like... Across time zones, yeah. Across time zones. And Maria just flew from L.A. to D.C. across... Yes. So, two or three to different... Mountain, Central, and now Eastern. Okay, and then I started a job recently-ish. Mm-hmm. There's a seasonal change. It's going to fall, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the weather here is a lot different than it was in Los Angeles. Yes. Yes. In lovely weather, but it yeah, it's colder. She tags isolation as one, and I have been working from home, living by myself with no cats. 
because I've been quarantining. Oh, since you got here. Yeah, I'm just doing that, like, literally this morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Being around friends and family I haven't seen in a while, it's pretty stimulating. Um, and then also the job is ending soon because it's production, so. Yeah. I can both have just started a job and also be ending soon. Mm-hmm. We might get extended, but it doesn't really matter. So there's just, like, things that are, have changed in my life that could be potential stressors. Yeah. And then, in terms of red flags that I'm experiencing right now, and I don't think I'm speeding up or slowing down, but I just wanted to, like, give the exercise, yeah. like, give an example. Were, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've had an increased libido. I have been staying up late and sleeping in more than usual. Mm-hmm. I think probably because I'm living alone, and it's like, no rules. Yeah, by yourself. By myself. <laughs> and then I, I've been crying recently. Interesting. Don't... But that's because I'm, like, around you having deep talks. Oh, like, you're kind of, like, with me, not, like, Yeah, no, yourself. not by myself. Okay. <laughs> Talking to people, I've been crying. Yeah. I'm going through a little bit this summer. It's been a lot. For everyone? <laughs> oh, yeah. But for are other people, is there, is something happening is there a in the world? Or something like that? Is there like so many bad things happening? Yeah, everyone listen to this. That's a red flag poll. The pandemic. But seriously. Well, so, <laughs> yeah. It that's is, a isn't good it? I um, yeah, should, let me think of mine. So, definitely been crying more. Definitely been really stressed at work. Mm-hmm. And like, been by myself a lot. So... Let's separate that into flagpoles and flags, though. So these are all. So the flagpoles are work, work. This pandemic, so I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. That's like a circumstance, right? Yeah. And then crying is the red flag. Yeah, and that's from like therapy stuff. <laughs> therapy stuff. Yeah, I mean it's good. Yeah. We're working through stuff, and I think nobody cares, but that I have a tendency to kind of like bury my emotions. Yeah, until I force you into conversations, <laughs> or if yeah, someone I, does. I try not to like. Well, I don't try, but it doesn't, introspection doesn't come naturally to me. We have, so it's interesting, I was wondering if, like, the doctor thing was going to come up for you, because we just have very different, like, doctor routines, and I'm, like, a little bit judgmental of Maria's. I'm not in therapy right now. She's not in therapy right now, which, like, which, to me, would be a warning sign, but I am in therapy right now, so, anyway, so, so, yeah, so. I do see a life coach. Right, but she's not going to be able to be like, oh, Maria's been crying during sessions a lot. No. Yeah, and the introspection thing's a little bit. It makes you think about, like, what... Yeah. The... But I've been we thinking... should do a whole ep- episode on, on, like, your thought work stuff, because I think it's so interesting. But, like, okay. it's not like... Uh... And Ellen... Sorry, Ellen goes... She doesn't at all mention life coaches, I will say. But which she does go to different but she goes in therapy. therapy. If you're looking, if you are in therapy or in counseling and it doesn't feel like a great fit for you, or if you're thinking about going into it and you're like, what would be a good fit? You're, you're like, oh, whatever I think about therapy, it doesn't appeal to me. There are so many different types yes. and she goes into all of them. And I've been reading another book. I read another book this week about therapy, so I think I was like, oh, a lot kind of, of in that headspace. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, and yeah. I'm sorry. I say the crying has been because I've been going to therapy and like having a lot of like breakthroughs. Breakthroughs and it's been like a lot. It's really exhausting, but it's also a good thing. Anyways, that's my doctor stuff. Yeah. I've been diligent about my therapy stuff um, because it, I have the flagpoles of like yeah. work has been really hectic. I live by myself and yeah. I don't see people often right now, and that is like my main depression thing is to like not leave my house and yeah. like not see other people. Yeah, so. and mom, if you're listening to this, I've cried like three times in like two and a half weeks, so it's I'm not. That's okay if you cry more. Yeah. Yeah, mom. Yeah, mom. Oh, mindfulness was something I was, like, really excited about. Yeah. Because I, again, 
not a huge fan of like sitting by myself but with you my are thoughts. good at yoga i am good like, at yoga. doing yoga pretty consistently but there's yeah i no, would say consistently not even pretty consistently i would say consistently as well okay so but the mindful the meditation stuff i like have never tried before right okay. besides with yoga with adrian she does meditation sometimes, but it's still meditation yoga. Anyways. So I went on a walking meditation yesterday because I got upset. I was crying. Um, <laughs> so I thought it would make me feel better. And it did. And then I went and ran up and down a hill a bunch of times, came back, and it was just, like, very lovely to see the city again mm-hmm. and be out mm-hmm. at night when there's a lot less people and Mm -hmm. so like covid wise and i don't know california is on fire and it was just really nice to be Mm -hmm. in dc where everything is lush and green and i never go out without my phone so leaving it at home and just taking everything in was like very lovely and i want to do it more yeah i love that thank you i think that this book does a really good job of like being like these things are good and they could also be things that you do when you're not stable you know mm. like because when you said the whole thing like I was like going for a run like in the dark like down and like well Marie did a lot oh. of those when she was manic but in this case it's like it just elevated your mood so it's a really yeah. good thing and it was like it was like a walking meditation I just walked around observing the sights mm-hmm. and then I just did hill sprints which is like a thing that I do do when there's hills yeah which there are not near me in LA Interesting. Um, but I used to, well, actually, like, my first year out of college, constantly. Nothing but hill sprints. Running around in the dark. Yes. Although, like, that, the other good thing about that, like, you're in a very safe neighborhood in D.C. right now. And, you and I was in a very safe neighborhood in Los Angeles. Yeah, as I was listening to it, I was like, maybe I should have brought my phone for emergencies. <laughs> I was a little bit, I like, I saw like, your face, you? and I was like, did not cross my mind. Yes. Yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Bit of a risk taker in general. <laughs> I did the same exact thing at school. Oh, about, no, no. Twins. I didn't do the same exact Twins. thing, but I had a very similar thought Twins. pattern where it was like, set, okay, let me let me pull it up. Okay. Oh, you know what she's really mentioned as a tool? Your cat. Pets. She doesn't mention pets. Maybe Alan's not a pet person. We'll, we'll, to, we'll ask. We'll ask I actually wrote, don't worry. I actually like, wrote that down as a question. Y'all, really? Yep. Because you, you noticed it? I did because I was like, because I was like, when I was doing my red flag pulls, I was like, I'll have my cats with me. That's true. You don't. They're my therapy cats. Comfort. Emotional support. Animals. Emotional support. Animals. Are you ready? Comfort <laughs> support. Yes, I'm ready. Lay it on me. So I was feeling kind of down today after work. I just watched YouTube videos and below deck sailing yacht mm-hmm. for two hours and. Even though I didn't want to, I knew I'd feel better if I took a walk, so I did, and I took all my empty containers to Blush to trade them in and get some new stuff. Um, I ended up forgetting my wallet, so I only got the free face mask from my container, but (laughs) I will just go back tomorrow, um, and I ordered a lobster roll, and I walked around and ate it watching the sunset over the harbor, and it was super beautiful so thanks to this book for making me go outside in the day that i really didn't want to yeah amazing yeah and it was good for the isolation stuff too because i like 
had a lot of interactions with people just like walking around mm. you know mm-hmm. like there was this little kid and he almost gave me a hug apparently according to his dad and I was like why do you should why didn't he actually give me a should hug should have told him a hug and I met this man in a wheelchair named Calvin and he was really nice and the employees at Lush we talked about how I used to work at Lush and stuff like that um and it was like way better for my mental health than just like sitting and like having a Friday where I just watched Blow Deck selling out for the entire time. Like, I definitely came home and, like, did more of that, but it was good to have, like, I got to see a very yeah. gorgeous sunset, and, like, it was very lovely. We were living by his book this week, so I don't know that I would have done it otherwise. It was a, yeah, it was a rocky kind of week for me. Just, like, whatever, like, I just, it's like, since I'm in a new place, I have to start redoing my routine, and, yeah. And then we went back to Lush and bought her stuff, I should say. We did do that. We did, we did do that. That was good. Yesterday. We also did spa night last night with the face mask. That was good. That was, I think, again, I had a really hard time just lying, but like, places, yeah, I, but I noticed, but I think you did a great job. Thanks. And then the last thing that I did for mm-hmm. this week. Okay. Was I, one more coping tool. I mentioned in the last episode, I've been doing some embroidery and True. I bought another embroidery kit and I just got it this week. Fun. A few days ago, and I'm gonna start it, and I will let you all know how it is. But it was really nice last time, so yeah. Ellen encourages you to do something creative and mm-hmm. to create something. Yes, for me, it will be this podcast episode. Yes, which is a new thing. <laughs> Just this week. <laughs> I'm joking. Flat. Um, and uh, I also ordered a coloring book for adults. Nice. I, and that'd be fun. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any more? I do. I have one more. It's okay. a brief one. It's a mindfulness thing again. Just did yoga and I did a f- full body scan during it, which is great. And also I had trouble sleeping last night, so I also did a full body scan. And I'm really liking that technique. So, can I show you yeah, what's what the full body scan? Okay, so you're lying there, wherever you are. Yoga mat, bed. And then you concentrate from your toes to the tip of your head on each part and you breathe during it. So it's like, okay, I'm thinking about my toes. Are my toes as relaxed as they could be? Relaxing my toes. Relaxing. Do you like squeeze and then relax? Like, I just relax it. But you could okay. squeeze and then relax if you wanted. That's like a that's te- that's technique. I don't know if it's the same technique. She's, old. She's so many in this book. Yeah. Okay, so ton in this book. Those are the ones that we did our first week. Mm-hmm. There's too much to only leave it at one week. Right. So we divided it up into we're gonna, two. <laughs> we divided it up into two. Uh-huh. And this coming week, we'll be doing the rest of the techniques and trying out things. So things that I want, that I'm going to try out. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, she really talks about how important a routine is that's something that i really yes. struggle with so i'm going to establish a routine i'm going to mm-hmm. stick to it mm-hmm. i'm going to delve into the mindfulness i didn't really get into that this week and routine mindfulness oh i'm going to do some mood tracking okay i've done I, that before i have too i think it could be helpful now and she like really um she really she gives you a lot of advice on it yeah and, and like so a lot so i want to try it again okay Mood tracking, for those of you who don't know, is when you track your mood every day. It's a um, yeah. technique for bipolar disorder that a lot of people 
just so you recommend. can see if you're like if you're Speeding having like, up or so and like down. if you have like yeah. three days of like eight like ten in a row like ten, like a ten out of ten yeah. for a mood you're like okay that's not and quite when, how moods mm-hmm. work usually yeah and when I'm saying speeding up I mean like maybe going into mania hypomania or, or mania hypermania maybe becoming depressed Slo- that would be slowing down slowing down is depressed yeah yeah okay I am going to also go into routine more this coming week I also want to do the support system one because I have a lot of people out in Los Angeles that I like assume would be there for me if mm-hmm. I was to speed up or slow down. Mm-hmm. But I want to make some preliminary them. asks and yeah, and just check up and see yeah if they like would drag me to the hospital if needed. Yeah, yeah. Should I do that too? Sure. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna I'm Baltimore. gonna establish my new support system because we do Baltimore. I. I and have, I moved from DC to Baltimore this I have, I have past month. Two that I suspect would do it, but gotta confirm. Gotta confirm. Maybe they don't want to. <laughs> it's too much. They're listening to this episode. They but are listening right now. They won't know. But they won't they, know. They probably know. Okay, cool. Okay, so that's what we're gonna be doing this coming up week. Mm-hmm. And then the week after, we're having fucking Ellen fucking Forty on. I am so excited. Please send in your questions. We will do our best to ask them. They can be about anything. Her first book. This book. Her life. Just how... If you're a fan of her other comics. Yeah. Just questions about bipolar disorder in general. She's an expert. She's just really smart and really funny. She has a TED Talk. Go watch her TED Talk and then ask us questions about her TED Talk. I'm so excited. Bipolarbycoastal at gmail.com is our email. Mm -hmm. You can email us about literally anything there. Yes. We've gotten some good questions, actually, that we are going to, I think, try to ask Ellen as well, that we've already gotten yes. there. Yes. You can find us on Instagram at Bipolar by Coastal, as well as Facebook.com slash Bipolar by Coastal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's it for this week. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, as always, to Mia Thoreau, who's at our Tyler, E.B. Davis, who does the portraits on our, oh, our Patreon, mm-hmm. and our Instagram, and our Facebook. So our Patreon is where you can support us and get bonus content, content. each month. We do at least two bonus episodes a month. Mm-hmm. Extended episodes. Q&As. Maybe we'll do one that's like a third episode, a third week of us living by this book. And we'll put it on the Patreon. That'll be fun. It'll be really fun. Yeah. News roundups. Yeah. Um, just thoughts and opinions on current events or pop culture. Yeah. Um, $5 a month. Yeah, and we're really responsive to messages there. So, yeah. Love to hear from you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and Handorf Middles on Music. So, thank you so much to all those people. Thank you to you for listening. This has been a very fun episode to record. Yeah. I hope you're all having great weeks. Yeah, I hope that you all enjoyed this format. And if it's, well, actually, if we like it, which I think we're going to, maybe we'll do this again with a different book. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.